me if you want to live. Um, I must have clicked leave meeting by accident. Oh my god. I was just about to talk and then all of a sudden you disappeared. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Oh man. Good. Yeah. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Fury Road. We are your hosts, Mark and Brooke. And it is officially spooky season. Yeah. But we're Oh, I'm not talking to you, Siri. Um, but we're not partaking in that this episode. Nope. Uh, we're talking about your pick of the yeah. month called uh-huh. Hard Boiled from 1992. Yeah, yeah. What made you pick this movie? The internet. The internet. <laughs> I just like yeah. looked up like... Not like gory action movies, but like, I don't know, like more kind of serious ones. And like, okay. I guess for 92, this one could be kind of like gory-ish, I guess. I don't know, but. Yeah, yeah, I guess. It's like a more serious action. Like there's a lot of horror or action comedies I like. And I kind of went, wanted to go something more serious. And I never heard of this movie, but I know the director and obviously uh, uh, the main actor and a couple mm-hmm. other people too. But yeah. Yeah, so. See, I found this one to be kind of comedic. Yeah, I mean, it did have its comedic parts. I mean, just look at the uh, the cover uh, art of the movie. <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous, but. Yeah. 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 First time watch for both of us. Yep. So it's going to be interesting to see how we both, or what we both thought of it, I should say. Yeah. Um, we're recording this, like, three days later than we should yeah uh, i was sick on friday but we still tried to push through it but your laptop fucking bit the dust on you and yeah there's so just my laptop yet yeah, died on wednesday night and so went to go like get it fixed it this is pretty much not worth it so i just bought a new laptop and then couldn't get my yeti figured out and <laughs> so we just said fuck it and then it's thanksgiving this weekend so obviously mm-hmm. Very busy all weekend and yeah. Thanksgiving press Canadians, anyways. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because we're a month ahead. Yeah. But here we are finally recording this episode. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Before we dive into the movie though, kick off our box office news and booze. What are you drinking tonight? I'm uh, just drinking a Budweiser. Another Budweiser. Nothing too special. What about you? I got my Cottage Springs vodka soda. Nice. Drinking wild cherry. And I got Ontario peach on deck. Awesome. Awesome. Nothing too crazy either. This uh, throat infection or whatever the fuck it was that I had. Yeah. It's like, it's gross, but it's like created these like, almost like canker sores in my mouth. Yeah. It's fucking brutal, dude. <laughs> like, I've been in so much pain all weekend in my mouth. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. Have you ever had that? Um, A little bit. Oh, wow. It's terrible. Did like, Did you I try the, the salt and warm water trick oh yeah i've been doing that all weekend okay yeah. a couple times a day but like i have them up in here on my upper mm-hmm. lip right down here and my bottom lip yeah and then, like in my cheeks mm. like everywhere that my fucking teeth rub yeah it's terrible weird <laughs> yeah fucking sucks i hope i wake up tomorrow and they're just gone yeah or i'm gonna rip my face off <laughs> anyways uh I need to change that setting because you've exited it earlier. What are you watching? What have you been watching? Um, so, I mean, recording this uh, super late. So, I mean, 
yeah, a lot. So let me just get into it here. A lot of rewatches. Uh, Memory for Christmas, Beetlejuice, Zombieland, Small Soldiers, not Toy Soldiers, like uh, <laughs> I was so confused about. Uh, Halloween, um, a movie on Prime called The Devil Conspiracy. Uh, like I told you, I don't know why I watched it, but I don't know. It was bad. Terrible. Yep. Um, the Boogeyman, one from this year, which I loved. I really liked it. It was really scary. Uh, Ghostbusters. Nice. You know, a movie called Perpetrator on Shudder. Uh, it was weird as fuck. It did not enjoy it. Um, <laughs> and then watched Megamind randomly. And then a, a movie this year called Missing, mm. which is kind of, it's like a sequel to the movie Searching, kind of, but it's, it's not cut in any way, but it's like the same concept if you've seen uh, Searching. Mm. Uh, we liked it. It was pretty good. I like nice. the concept more than the actual, like, story, but yeah, it's fun. Okay. So. Your, your screen's, like, really zoomed in. Yeah. I don't know why it is, uh-huh. but anyway. <laughs> uh Yeah. That's it. Cool. Uh, for me, I watched. Uh, there's lights out. Um, I watched Appendage, which is a new one on Shutter. Ooh, how was it? It was fucking weird, dude. Okay. Like really fucking weird. Yeah, I was gonna watch it instead of uh, Perpetrator. It's I don't like. I think people should watch it, mm-hmm. but don't go into it expecting much and like you're going to laugh once you like see the shit that's in it. But yeah. Yeah. Um, I watched Meg to the trench Nice. was not a fan. Um, I mean that last act was, it was fun to watch, but like just overall shit. (laughs) Uh, what's that? That was a six. I think that was Friday. Yeah. Friday night. I was just like, didn't feel like fucking doing anything. Just wanted to chill. Sarah was working late, so I just threw on a feel-good movie, and that was Pitch nice. Perfect. All right. I love that movie. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a long time, but yeah. It's funny. Uh, I also watched The Boogeyman. Nice. It was really good. Uh, yeah. I had a great time with it. It was super creepy at times. Mm-hmm. Um, the monster design, I don't know. I feel like we've seen something similar before in different movies. Yeah. But I mean it was it was effective. It was a good movie. Yeah. Uh, and then last night I watched VHS eighty five. I don't recommend. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know, but like this is just my rating. Like mm-hmm. other people that we follow on Letterboxd, like our our I don't know, like circle of people that we talk to and shit, they've all given it like threes and fours. Yeah. Um and a lot of them are saying it's like the best VHS movie. Hmm, interesting. I personally don't get it. And I was talking to Erica from Horror Cafe. She doesn't get it either. She didn't like it either. Yeah. But I mean, watch it and make your own decisions, I guess. Yeah. But Fair and enough. depending on how late this recording goes tonight, I'm going to mm-hmm. try and watch some new uh, Pet Cemetery. Oh, nice. But we'll see. Yeah, I need to get my numbers up for 2023. I've only watched, I think, 40 movies this year. I think I'm around there, too. Something like yeah. that. All right. As for the box office, so um, because we're recording on a Monday this week, I can actually do like a very updated list for this. Um, so this is for the weekend that just passed, October 6th to 8th. Um, in fifth place is The Blind, which I don't even know what it is, uh, but it brought in $3.2 million. Uh, The Creator was in fourth with $6.2 million. I really want to watch this. Yeah, I think it too. I think it looks super interesting. Yeah, I've been trying to go see it. Yeah. Uh, in third is Saw 10 with nice. $7.8 million. In second place is... Paw Patrol, the Mighty Movie, which is eleven point <laughs> three. Do you take the kids to see that? Not yet, but I think we do plan on it. Nice. Uh, so it brought in eleven point three, and last week actually, last weekend I should say, it was actually the top spot. 
Wow. Which I thought was pretty crazy. Uh, and in first place this weekend, probably no surprise, but the Exorcist Believer mm. brought in $26.4 million. Yeah. Despite its awful ratings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I never watched the trailer. That's I never seeked out the trailer, but like it kept popping up on I think like DAZN and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it, I forgot that it was going to be like a trilogy, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that it was directed by David Gordon Green. I guess it kind of plays into the first Exorcist movie, like it's a continuation, mm-hmm. and like I don't know, this kind of pulls me out of it because. Like Halloween did an okay job, I think, but like the way they did like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre one, where like they're just like I don't know what the word is, it like these like long like sequels like between movies, mm-hmm. like that was just like I don't know, leave the leave it alone, man. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, like how do you feel about it? I agree. Um, but one thing I have heard is that he may not be directing all three of them now. Mm. He was supposed to, but I haven't done a deep dive into an article heading that i read earlier it could have just been clickbait i don't know but it made mention that he may not be uh recording the other two or directing the other two interesting because a lot of people are like going for his throat with this yeah. movie yeah but yeah anyways that's all i got we have for four k's coming out this week four k's um so got snow white and the seven dwarfs uh with these uh little steel books that uh, disney was releasing i've seen them at uh, walmart when i went yeah. um I'm, I'm not like tempted but i know they're pretty sleek looking mm-hmm. uh megan on 4k nice might be a good pickup uh sick ass pumpkin head uh steel book that's so sick. That is sick. Uh, Halloween trilogy. Um, I've been waiting for this to come out, so I may, hopefully, uh, it goes on sale. I think it was a Prime Day happening tomorrow, I guess. Yeah. Um, Megan Steelbook, which is pretty cool. I like that mm-hmm. it's a little uh, case. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth, four uh, K Steelbook, uh, Rosemary's Baby. Those are all sick cover arts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pumpkinhead again. Oh, I like that. Uh, Videodrome and Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Yeah, that's a sick steel book. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And A Bronx Tale with Bert De Niro. Nice. Yeah, so some uh, good ones this week. Yeah, solid week. I hate how fucking expensive they are, though. Like $73 for a steel book. Insane. Makes me mad. Yeah. I just I, like I want to be able to justify it, but I can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, I guess that's it. We can uh, start talking about this movie. All right, like we said in the intro this week, we are talking about Hard Boiled from 1992. Starting off the synopsis, <clears throat> a tough as nails cop teams up with an undercover agent to shut down a sinister mobster and his crew. Yep. Movies directed by John Woo, the legendary John Woo, I should say. Um, sorry to cut you off by that. We actually, I forgot the log of the movie we just finished watching, which was uh, Donnie Darko. Oh, okay, sweet. Yeah. Is that Bettina's first time watching it? It was, yes. What'd she think? Uh, she fell asleep for like 15 minutes, but she <laughs> liked what she what she saw. Okay. Um, do you consider that a horror movie? I think it's adjacent, at least. Yeah, yeah. But it's a mind fuck of a movie. Because I've been like starting to tag my movies like with the date and then like whatever like uh genre they are. So like I might just mm-hmm. put a thriller maybe for it. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. Nice. It's definitely a spooky season watch. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, anyways, John Woo. Uh he's directed Face Off, Paycheck, Wind Talkers, Mission Impossible 2, Broken Arrow, Our Target. And the Stranglehold video game. Which is also a movie, I think, right? It is not. Oh. But it is a sequel to this movie. What? Really? Yeah. 
Shit, okay. So I texted you whenever I first started watching the movie, and I was like, dude, like in the first five minutes, like there's already something that's happened that I wanted to bring up. Yeah. And it was in that like little deli or diner or whatever it was. There was a big shootout. Yeah. And Tequila, who's the main character, he dives over these tables and he's holding his two guns out in front of him and he's shooting. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, that happens in Strike Hold. That's like one of the moves that you can do. Yeah. Yeah. And then after I watched the movie, I was reading through the trivia and I was like, oh shit, that's why. It's the same fucking dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did have that thought like the opening, the big gun scene at the start, mm-hmm. like is very much like that game. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. It makes me want to go back and play the game again. Yeah. yeah. See now that I've seen the movie. Mm-hmm. um but yeah the cast is um starting with chow yun fat who plays tequila uh he's in crouching tiger hidden dragon the replacement killers dragon ball evolution stranglehold he plays tequila in that game and he was in anna and the king uh tony leung plays alan he's in in the mood for love the grandmaster shang chi and hero Mm-hmm. Teresa Mo plays Teresa Chang in the movie. Uh, I didn't recognize anything that she's been in before, though, so I didn't bother putting anything down for her. And this is quite the mouthful. Uh, Philip Chung Fung Kwok plays Mad Dog. Yeah. Uh, so he's the the badass villain that's in this movie. Yeah. I can't wait to talk about him, man. Yeah. He was yeah by far my favorite character in this movie. Mm-hmm. And the only movie I recognized him from was uh, Tomorrow Never Dies, mm-hmm. James Bond. Yeah. I don't have any honorable mentions. I don't know if you do or not. Um, so I've been going through the stunt coordinator for the movies we've been doing. Mm-hmm. And I think this is the first foreign movie we've done, right? Uh, yes. And usually with the other movies, if you go to stunts, there is like a shit ton of stunt people. Mm-hmm. This movie is only three. Oh, really? Which just goes to show like everyone does their fucking own stunts. Mm-hmm. So they have like the action coordinator, the car stunt coordinator, and then another stunt coordinator. So really there's only one or two coordinators in this movie, which yeah. I, I, I found really interesting. So, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Have they done any other movies that we know or? Um, let me see this guy. Yeah, so this guy Jackie Yoon, he did uh 007 movie. That's really the only one that like American one. Um, that movie Push. Okay. Uh Transformers. He did some stuff on Mission Impossible, like the first first one. Mm. Uh now you see me too. So a few uh american movies okay yeah but yeah, i just found it interesting that like all the other mm-hmm. movies we do there's like 60 to 80 <laughs> stunt people and then and, like this one was only like really two or three yeah it's impressive yeah all right well let's talk about this movie all right uh the opening in this movie like the first uh, movie's like two hours and 10 minutes long but I'd say like the first 10 to 15 minutes, like this just like screamed late eighties, early nineties, just it got you into the feel of what this movie is going to be like mm-hmm. opens up with a Saki bomb and we get <laughs> fucking Rod Burgundy playing the Yaz flute. <laughs> right at the beginning. And so we meet, our main guy tequila and mm-hmm. man i love him he's so funny he's just playing jazz flute with uh his uh his cop partner who plays the drums they just are in a jazz band together mm-hmm. you know drinking and stuff and then like they they go to this weird ass restaurant bar where you're, you're given like a bird cage yeah i don't know it was weird but i guess maybe that's i don't know what they do back there but Mm -hmm. i love that they just keep the jazz going through the whole opening of the movie Mm -hmm. i thought it was fantastic yeah 
yeah, this whole, uh, I don't know if it's like a tea house or whatever it was, but like yeah. with the bird cages, that threw me off. I'd like to know if that is like a tradition, traditional thing that happens in China. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'd like to go to a place where I can get a free bird. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or like, is it like those cat cafes where you just go in and there's like cats running around? Yeah, maybe. And you can like yeah. play with the cats. So yeah. instead it's just birds. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So the opening scene, Tequila and his partner going up to this bar to try and capture like a, a gang making a, a gun deal. Mm-hmm. And this is like one of the bit, the big scenes in the movie, because like, it's just, shooting for like a good 15 minutes and it's fucking chaos it's crazy like the amount of coordination that went into this and like there's another scene kind of in the middle of the movie that it's just like the camera pans out and mm-hmm. just lets everything just go like everything mm-hmm. just happens like it would have been so fun to be a part of any of these scenes yeah it was it was so chaotic like it reminded me of that scene in the kingsman yeah where like in the the chapel or whatever, just everybody's fucking fighting everybody. People are dying. Bodies yeah. are flying all over the place. Yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they're like shooting back and forth and they don't really care who gets fucking shot. And then there's like one scene in, in this opening scene. Um, tequila is like running away from this guy is that is it mad dog at the beginning i don't think so is it no i don't think so no but this guy has like this kind of like uzi gun just going fucking nuts like killing anyone who gets in his way even like uh civilian stuff mm-hmm. and so tequila's like run away from like down the uh the stairs and then tequila just like he get he's like fighting with someone that like, gets like kicked and he just like is falling over the railing but then like saves himself and just like slides in around and just like shooting the people at the bottom i thought it was so cool <laughs> i think that's another movie you can do in strangle too probably yeah yeah just slide down the railing yeah um and so he's down there and then like he's hiding behind uh like cover and then his thrust of his cop guys are like banging on the door and the guy at the top of the stairs is there with his uzi and Particularly yells like don't come in but they just burst in the guy just goes fucking ham and kills everyone basically um and then he is in this kind of room and his partner ends up getting shot uh in the head by um this guy it dies Mm -hmm. and then i love whenever tequila like jumps through the kitchen or something that gets it covered in like flour, just like head to toe in flour. Yeah. And I forget what he says to him, but then like he just fucking it pans away from him. He just like shoots him in the head and all the blood like splatters on tequila and like the weight and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. That was awesome. They look cool. Uh anything from that opening scene that you really liked or anything you wanted to touch on? I really liked the whole opening scene and like I was really hoping that it was gonna set the pace for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Um, just like constant balls to the wall action. Yeah. And I mean, we do get that periodically throughout the movie, but there yeah. is a lot of like dramatic breaks in between. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was a really mm-hmm. great way to kick off this movie, especially for like two guys who've never seen it. Yeah. Um, it was really fun and it like really kind of got me into it. Yeah. And then um I I might butcher this what he, the quote is. Um, oh, I was gonna I, I, I'm gonna go on it backwards, so you just go ahead and say it. Um, the I don't know his boss, Tequila's boss, shows up, and he says to him, he says, "You give a man a gun, and he thinks he's Superman. Give a man two guns, and he thinks he's God." Yeah, <laughs> I think that quote was yeah. so fucking good, man. I like yeah. rewinded the movie so I could. Oh, really? Again, yeah. I was like, that is fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was really clever too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so we find out that Tequila's partner was the drummer in the band, and you know, Tequila is just sitting there with his flute and you know, picturing his drummer there, like drumming with him, and like it's really kind of sad, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tequila is he's doesn't seem very liked at 
his workspace because he had a relationship with uh, she wasn't like the the chief or like the the head boss, but I think she was like pretty high up in the mm-hmm. ranks of the police. Yeah, and they kind of like had a falling out. I think that she kind of dumped him because you know he, I think was too focused on his job and stuff like that. But Tequila is a really good fucking cop. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. he may uh, you know do some wild shit, but well and. That whole quote came from his boss too, because uh, that guy that Tequila shot right at the end was um, their main uh, inform, not informant. It was oh, a, a main witness for something, mm-hmm. and yeah. his boss wanted him to stay alive. And Tequila just yeah. fucking blew his brains. Out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he he yeah. got him in shift for being so reckless and yeah, killing a guy like he was not supposed to be a target yeah uh so yeah now we get introduced to a character of alan and i really like this scene introduction of him like this movie has so much style to it like mm-hmm. just the way it's shot it, it's really cool man I, I i like the way it looks mm-hmm. uh so alan just like walking through and there's a guy sitting at the table and he goes up to like the row of books in the library and just like going down picks a book and then takes the book to this guy and i forget what he's talking he's talking about uh uncle um what's the character's name the main guy uh uncle something uncle yeah uncle hoy uncle hoy yeah like the old guy like the leader of uh like the gang or whatever that he he is working for um and and then he like opens the book and there's like a gun in like there and just like shoots the guy. And uh the the gun is the book is down and all the blood like goes around and then like mm-hmm. he leaves, put this puts the book back, and then the cops come and tequila is there investigating, and then like they're looking at the, the crime scene and like the cops are like, like, how are we gonna catch this guy? Like there's no really witnesses and stuff. And then tequila just like looks at the the book is like outline of the book perfectly he like puts his book on it doesn't quite line him up and he like mm-hmm. is like oh the gun was in a book so he's like going back he's like kind of retracing alan's steps mm-hmm. and like putting his fingers on the books and then like sees the book out a bit more and there's blood on it and then he finds the gun mm-hmm. um and at this point you don't know who alan is you just think that he's like a gangster but mm-hmm. Really, he's a uh, undercover cop. Yeah. And I find it really interesting that you don't... Because, like, the tagline of the movie or, like, the the main plot of the movie is that Tequila teams up with undercover cop. Mm-hmm. But they don't team up until over an hour into the movie. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting because, like, they're doing this kind of... Uh, they're setting the tone and stuff and, like, introducing these characters properly. Mm-hmm. Anything uh, you wanted to mention with that scene in the, the library? Um, this scene in the library is kind of... It started off the grapes that I had with this movie. Okay. Um, I thought it was really cool, like the whole book thing with the blood forming around the book and everything like that. But we start seeing these like almost flashbacks, but it's kind of like tequila realizing things. And it happens quite often throughout the movie. Yeah. And they're almost like putting him in like a uh like a psychic sort of state of mind. Yeah. And I I don't know. Those scenes kind of lost me a little bit. Oh, okay. I wasn't really a big fan of them. Yeah. But I mean everything other than that in this scene mm-hmm. I really liked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, there's one scene where Tequila is in the the police station and you meet uh, Teresa and she keeps getting all these flowers sent to her and in them they have like a card that has uh, like song notes kind of like the mm-hmm. like, you know, low D la whatever. Yeah. And they're like they're trying to figure out it's like code where that they type into computer then it like has a message 
Yeah. I thought it was a pretty cool way to get information to them. Yeah. Uh, so Alan meets up with um, Johnny Wong, who is the leader of a kind of gun smuggling uh, gang. Mm-hmm. And Johnny Wong really wants Alan on his team because everyone kind of knows who Alan is. Like he's really good at his job and what he does. Mm-hmm. And Alan pretty much says that if Uncle Hoy is alive, then he's loyal to him mm-hmm. and is going to stick with him. Um, I love <laughs> I love this scene whenever Tequila confronts Johnny Wong. Uh so Johnny comes out of the meeting with um, Alan and his two cars like covered in these newspapers about uh, the the shootout at the beginning. And I love that Tequila like, just grabs him and like is about to kill him. And they just like, I'm on your case, scum. That's <laughs> the like, <laughs> so way he said it. And then uh, Alan just like grabs the gun and like smacks Tequila over the head. Mm-hmm. And um uh i forget what i don't know if it's this scene but i don't know who says it but he's, someone says like don't ever bite your own tail again mm-hmm. i think that was alan saying that to tequila i think i think so yeah um and uh johnny's about to kill tequila but then alan like says oh this isn't the place to do it so um they don't do it and so i kind of figured that alan was an undercover cop because obviously he's like the other big name in this movie mm-hmm. but did you kind of think that he was the one sending roses to Teresa? no and i don't think i knew the plot of the movie before i watched it oh okay so i wasn't sure mm. i mean like I, I was starting to piece it together but i wasn't 100 yeah. percent sure that alan was an undercover oh, okay right but this all happens in the warehouse, right? Right before the warehouse, yeah. Yeah, right. right. And the next scene is the warehouse, which <laughs> is a wild ass fucking scene. Yeah. Oh man. Um, so now Johnny is raiding the uncle's warehouse, and they just come in and go fucking nuts. There's like people sliding uh okay, it's mad dog. Mad dog is perfect name. He is fucking crazy he goes off in this scene he's like does like a motorcycle slide is like shooting guys and just going nuts man like throwing grenades in places and (laughs) he's crazy dude he might be one of my favorite action movie villains okay nice. or at least like foreign action movie villains and he's like he's a villain but at the end of the movie you get Mm -hmm. a lot of good character stuff with him Mm-hmm. Um, it makes you like him even more too. Yeah, yeah, like that scene whenever he comes in on his bike, on his dirt bike, and he fucking yeah. slides it in, and then like rolls out of it, and then just the way he lands, and he's just instantly fucking shooting his yeah. gun. Out. I was like, yeah. oh, it's so badass. <laughs> there's one scene. Uh, someone goes off a ramp, and there's a a guy in a <laughs> like a, a big crate or whatever they're called, a shipping container. Yeah. And the guy is going off the ramp and is shooting at the guy in the container. And then the dirt bike just fucking slams into the guy <laughs> in the container. <laughs> oh, man. There's like, it would have been so fun to be an extra in this movie. Just mm-hmm. like the guys just doing the over the top, like get shot and like, blah, 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 and just like yeah. blow up and jump around. Oh, man. Yeah. The, uh, like the action in this movie is top notch, but mm-hmm. a lot of the like deaths and like when people are getting shot and just like yeah. the way it was choreographed, I was <laughs> laughing at a lot of it because yeah. like they're getting shot in the chest, but they're like f- like jumping forward kind of thing and like yeah, I don't know. It's just like I don't want to say it was cheesy action, but mm-hmm. kind of yeah. was just the way that it was uh, choreographed. But I don't know. It yeah. was it was fun to watch regardless. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so they pretty much kill everyone in the warehouse and um, now they're in the middle of the warehouse and uh, Johnny Wan is there pretty much saying that 
it's going to be Alan's decision as to what happens with Uncle. And I love that in the background, uh, Tequila's just there in the background, just like slowly loading this giant ass fucking shotgun. <laughs> just like watching him like in the background, like yeah. not going in yet. Um, so Uncle Hoy shows up and then everyone gets surrounded. And then one guy tries to shoot Alan. And but then Johnny Wong's guys just pretty much shoot him. And then Uncle, you know, says like what are you doing blah blah, blah. and then they just kill everyone and mm-hmm. uh, alan kills people too um he kills hoy too yeah he does yeah he ends up killing killing hoy because obviously he can't give up his true self right mm-hmm. um and this is where uh, our boy tequila just comes riding in from the top <laughs> of the warehouse just Armed has the big ass shotgun that just does so much damage. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh Mad Dogs is still like throwing grenades at him. It's like, how many grenades does this guy fucking have? <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else from this warehouse scene that stuck out to you or um well eventually Mad Dog disappears. Yeah, and then it's only tequila and Alan that are face to face. Does tequila know that Alan is an undercover cop? Not yet. I didn't think so. Um, There's also a sick point in this. There's like a random guy in a motorcycle that goes up. It's a random jump. And tequila just like grabs a shotgun and shoots the motorcycle. Just like explodes. Yeah. Giant pieces. Yeah. Uh, But I loved uh, whenever him and Mad Dog were fighting, he like was hiding behind the car and like is like pushing it forward. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, Alan and him come face to face and with the guns at their faces. And then Mm -hmm. Tequila doesn't hesitate. He pulls the trigger because he doesn't know that he's a cop and doesn't go off. And then uh, Alan lets him go. Mm -hmm. And Tequila is pissed (laughs) because he's like, who the fuck is this guy? Right? Yeah. And Tequila thinks that his gun's empty. But then yeah. he opens it up and he, it's a revolver yeah. and it's full of bullets. Yeah. So it was just a, a misfire. Yeah. Which yeah. is fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, so Alan lives on a boat and uh, Tequila ends up fighting him. And I love this kind of backstory with, excuse me, the cranes that Alan has in his little houseboat. Um, Tequila asks him, What are these for? Like, you just bored? And he says, No, I make a crane every time that I kill someone. And there's probably about like 20 in there, maybe. Yeah, origami cranes. And I love whatever Tequila says, like, Well, if you get killed, who's gonna make yours? And I just like thought that was mm-hmm. a cool line. Yeah. Um, and then there's guys that are attacking the boat. Alan gets shot in the back. Um, and then Tequila ended up saving Alan, and this is where they kind of decide that they're going to team up together. Mm-hmm. And Tequila asks him how they're going to keep in touch, and Alan says, "I'll send you a crane." Um, so now they're kind of working together to stop Johnny Wong. Mm-hmm. Um, Wong's a piece of shit, by the way. He just is. Want, just want to throw that one. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit about anybody. <laughs> Uh, he, so he's a he's an enemy that you really enjoy to hate. Yeah. Um. So Alan's at the hospital getting patched up, and they there's a guy I think called the Fox that worked for the cops. Or no, he didn't. But Alan says that the Fox did work for the cops and Hoy. But I don't think he actually worked for the cops. He just worked for Hoy, right? Because mm-hmm. he's kind of putting the undercoverness on him and then throw like a bridge and mad dog is like beat the shit out of this guy and uh what does alan slip in his jacket pocket it was a lighter okay and what was the significance of that i think so he didn't die because he um wong told alan to kill foxy Mm-hmm. So and he pretends to struggle with them, puts the cigarette lighter in his shirt pocket, and then shoots him. But the bullet hit the lighter, 
Oh, okay, okay. So he's making it look like he killed him. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's pretty smart, actually. Yeah. Uh, so Tequila is at the hospital. Um, he finds uh, Foxy is still alive there. And he's pretty much a witness um, in this kind of trial thing. Mm-hmm. So they are, Alan is there as well. And um, basically Alan and Mad Dog have to kill this guy because they find out that Fox uh, made it alive and he's at the hospital. Yeah. So they're kind of putting extra guys with Alan because Johnny Wallen is kind of picking up on him. Like he, he doesn't fully trust him anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see him going into the flower shop and buying the white roses, which you now you know that he was the one that was sending roses to uh, Teresa. Yeah. Um, so you find out that there was a, a gun cache in the basement of the hospital. And it's a pretty crazy fucking hideout. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like nobody would expect no. it to be there. No, Obviously, like not. it's in the fucking basement of the hospital. Yeah. So. Uh, so Alan ends up sending a crane to Tequila to kind of tell him that um, they're here to get Fox. And this one scene of them like working together was like so smooth, I think. So there's like two guys chasing after Alan. Mm-hmm. Alan like goes into this room and all of a sudden like to kill him with the door and just shoot, like, shoots both of them and like just like kind of like high five each other, like good job. Yeah. Like yeah. it was so sick. <laughs> <laughs> uh so while they are doing all this, they hid Fox in a room across from the room that he was in yeah and mad dog ends up fighting him and basically slices slices his throat and a pretty violent fucking kill mm-hmm. um throws him down the laundry chute and alan and tequila they find the wheelchair and pretty much know that he's dead um yeah. and they learn that there's a hideout in the basement of the hospital and it took them four months to construct <laughs> which is crazy um, how nobody noticed that this was happening is beyond me yeah because they're shipping all this metal down there and all this stuff it's like uh so they get down there into the morgue and i love how they fa- they find out like how to get into the hideout mm-hmm. there's like a little like some notepad or something that says like j1 to four and then like, oh, J1 to four. And then they realized that Hideout is in between like the uh the body freezers or whatever. Yeah, like the slide out drawers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Uh so Teresa tells the police chief that whenever she receives roses, that everyone needs to evacuate the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um so they're trying to get, well, they're not getting everyone out, but they're kind of like on standby. They probably really should have gotten everyone out from the start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so Tequila and Alan are down in this um, hideout and they get to like this giant like vault door and uh, they can't get it open. Mm-hmm. And I love this whole like kind of like a little scene with them trying to get into the uh, the door. Um, uh, tequila ends up like Jerry rigging using like handcuffs to like take off like a piece of the pipe and then like take all their bullets and stuff the bullet in there and then like he shoots it and, like explodes and mm-hmm. then it doesn't open up and they're like well shit yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> Alan just fucking grabs the wires gets electrocuted and then like pretty much dies mm-hmm. but then like tequila has kind of like a flashback to the beginning of his partner and you know ends up didn't save his life, but Alan ends up waking up and doesn't uh, doesn't die. Well, he gives him CPR. Oh yeah, I guess he does. Yeah, very violently. Yeah, very violently. <laughs> he starts off doing the normal like chest compressions and then just starts fucking pounding on him. Yeah. yeah. But I love this whole scene of them 
trying to figure out how to get this door open like yeah with pouring all the gunpowder in and then like the the hole where he took the bolt it was just the perfect size to fit uh, a bullet into yeah and then we get some foreshadowing for tequila later on mm-hmm. where he like doesn't miss his shots basically yeah um yeah i don't know i just thought this it was creative i yeah i liked it yeah uh so they end up finding the stash um and then meanwhile upstairs Teresa finds the rose in her pocket so they evacuate then like i love that tequila and alan are like in the stash and johnny Wan is there like on the camera talking to them saying they're gonna bullet the place and stuff like this and then alan's like tells tequila like we gotta somehow get the rose up there and tequila's like Oh, I gave it to her two hours ago. Because <laughs> <laughs> he knew that, like, you need to evacuate out of here quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So they're all evacuating the hospital. Uh, Tequila and Alan end up getting upstairs again. And there's um, all these babies that are still in the hospital. They can't get out. So mm-hmm. Teresa's up there with, like, a few officers so they, they're getting blocked by fire. So they decide that they're going to strap themselves to a bunch of bed sheets and like just <laughs> climb down the side of the hospital with babies. It's fucking insane. Yeah. So but, meanwhile, I mean, what else are they going to do? Yeah, exactly. So meanwhile, that's happening. Um, Alan and Tequila end up splitting up. And Alan is being chased by, is it Alan being chased by Mad Dog or Tequila? Yeah. Yeah, Mad Dog. No, is it? He's chasing Alan? Yes, yes. Okay, yeah. So they get to this uh, area where there's a bunch of um, hospital patients. And they all have, like, crutches and stuff. So I think it's, like, kind of like the disease uh, part of the hospital. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're on, like, other sides of the patients. The patients are, like, in the ground, like, huddled. And they have their guns pointed at each other. And then, like... They kind of look at each other and have the same like thought, like okay, let's put our gun down. They put their guns down, and then they tell the patients to get out of there. Mm-hmm. So the patients start to get up, and then fucking Johnny Wong just comes out out of nowhere and just starts fucking firing mm-hmm. and kills all these people that were innocent, basically. And there was a part in the movie before, I think, at the start of the hospital whenever um, Johnny Wong was like talking about taking hostages and killing people. And then mad dog is kind of like, well, we don't have to kill anyone. Like, you know, they're just hostages. They're innocent. And then mm-hmm. Johnny basically says like, I'll do what I have to do. Right. They're in my way. Yeah. And then, so Johnny Wong kills all these people. And then mad dog is like, fuck this guy mm-hmm. shoots Johnny. But then unfortunately mad dog gets killed. And, yeah. uh, Kind of goes to show, like, he was a bad guy, but he had, like, heart. Morals. Yeah. Yeah, morals, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, Johnny Wong is is dead as well. Uh, so now Alan is trying to make his way out of the hospital towards Tequila. And um, there's one sick part with, uh, I don't know if it's before, but, like, Johnny or Alan, like, just like runs and like dives on like a bed and just like mm-hmm. rolling through the hospital, just like shooting people at the yeah. hospital. Yeah. And then he comes like face to face with a cop or like a, not a cop, but like a, a bad guy dressed as a cop. Mm-hmm. And they have their gun pointed at each other. And then it cuts to tequila in with, in like a cafeteria with Teresa, a bunch of like hostages and mm-hmm. bad guys. All he hears when he hears like is bang. So you think like, Oh, Alan might be dead. Um, but then this cop comes in uh, with a hostage. Of, I forget who it was. He has pointed. But then, like, Tequila looks at him and, like, he knows that it's Alan. So he tells everyone to get down and then they like, just kill everyone in there. I thought that was a cool scene. Mm-hmm. Um, so they all get to the hospital except for uh, Tequila goes and finds Teresa up in the where the babies are and she's like are we got all the babies out but there's like one left and we can't we can't, some they can't get down or something like that yeah so uh tequila grabs the baby and puts it in like a bulletproof vest 
and just carrying it around through the hospital. And <laughs> he's just shooting guys, getting <laughs> shot at. He got shot in the shoulder. It's like, oh, man, crazy scene. And this is where we get our cover art for the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the whole hospital is, like, blowing up. And so he, I mean, this would never work. But, I mean, he shoots a control panel, grabs a bunch of electrical wires, and starts just pulling them and making this long-ass rope. And then just fucking dives out a window with the baby. <laughs> and then just falls to the ground. And the baby lives and the whole hospital blows up. And mm -hmm. yeah, just crazy scene. <laughs> uh, anything else that you want to add from that scene? or? Uh, I don't think so. No. Okay. Um, well, you mentioned earlier that Johnny is dead, but we only oh, think he, he's no, dead. He, no, he's not. No, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. So Alan ends up uh surviving the whole thing, um, and then at the end, uh, yeah, Juan comes out and um, he has Dragon or not Dragon, Alan as uh, a hostage. I don't know where. Where the fuck did you? Get <laughs> I don't know. Uh, he has Alan as a hostage, and then, um. Alan's basically telling Tequila like to, to shoot him and stuff like this, but then Tequila, you know, he never misses, right? So mm -hmm. ends up shooting Alan right in the eyeball, and it's a pretty Wong. sick fucking kill. Or not Alan, yeah. Wong. In the eyeball. Mm -hmm. And uh yeah. I liked this scene too because it it really showed how much of a fucking asshole Wong was. Cause like yeah, he tells all the other cops to drop their weapons, so they all do. Mm -hmm. Um, and Tequila is the only one that doesn't initially, but then Wong finally convinces him to do it, and he tells him to like fucking take off his pants or something like that, and he wants him to get down on his knees. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's got him trying to get him to do all this stuff, mm -hmm. but then doesn't Alan grab his gun? grab Wong's gun and then shoots himself with it. So then Wong kind of like releases his grip on him. So Alan can, yeah, he does. Off. Yeah. And then that's when yeah. uh, tequila shoots him through the eye. And Sick uh, kill. yeah. And so then in the movie um, tequila and uh, pain, they end up basically saying that Alan died. They destroyed his files mm -hmm. so that he can go and, move on with his life and start a whole new life yeah. yeah which is what he would need to do because now he's known mm -hmm. by all these other crime lords that he's a undercover cop so he'd be fucked yeah 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 but uh that's the end of the movie yeah do you have anything else that you want to mention or mm, i don't think so cool i think so all righty well that's how the bullets fly. Oh, finished it up for this one. I felt it was more fitting. Yeah, there's no nunchucks in this movie. I mean, there hasn't been in any movie we've watched, <laughs> I don't think. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On a first time watch, how did you rate this movie? Uh, so for quality, I'll go a nine out of 10. Oh, okay. Um, I thought just like the action sequences alone, I thought were choreographed very well. Um, all practical effects, obviously. Uh, mm -hmm. I thought the acting was great. I really love the character. Well, characters will save for story. Um, but I really like the, the soundtrack and kind of like how they brought that like 80s, 90s vibe into it. Um, the, the set pieces were really cool. I really liked the uh the way that they filmed a lot of sequences like the second big action scene like the camera was just like panned out so much you can just really get a good look of everything that was happening it didn't wasn't like fast cuts or anything like that it was just mm -hmm. very um high intensity action and fast paced but it didn't like yeah so mm -hmm. nine and ten for quality and for story i will give a seven out of ten um Nothing like too crazy about like the story, like the plot, like nothing really original. 
Um, but I really did like the characters in this movie. I thought really saved it. Like Alan and Tequila, really cool. I would love to see like another movie with Tequila. Obviously, we get the video game, but like mm. I don't. He's a really cool cop. Um, and I like Mad Dog was really cool. He was a good villain, and I thought Johnny Wong was a, a, a good villain as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So nine out of ten, and a seven out of ten. Okay. Um, I didn't like it quite as much as you. Okay. Uh, for my quality, I gave it a 7 out of 10. Um, I thought the fight sequences and the choreography was amazing, um, especially with how many people there were in each one of these scenes. Yeah. Like the the work that would have had to go into chore- choreographing all of this is fucking crazy. Yeah. Plus they did all their own stunts for the most part. Yeah. Um, Slad just adds to it even more. <clears throat> My biggest gripe with this movie, and I mentioned it to you while I was watching it, <laughs> is that all of the dialogue was dubbed over on a soundstage. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it drove me fucking crazy, man. Like watching yeah, this. Yeah, see, just, I didn't mind it. Uh, I don't know. It 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 really almost took me out of the movie at a lot of the scenes. Damn. All right. Um so that's where it loses a lot of points for me. Um, I wonder why I, though. I don't know. I really don't know. Because like the two main actors, like you know, they've done other American movies. Like I don't, I don't understand. Well, this wasn't even an American movie. No, I know, but I mean, like you know, like if I was watching it with English dubbing and that's what it sounded like, then that's my own fault. But like mm. I was watching this in its true language, I'm just like, yeah, why? It, yeah, I don't know. Just I hate when they do that. It drives yeah. me crazy um so yeah that it lost a lot of points f- for that um what's uh story uh story i gave it a six out of ten okay. um like you mentioned like it's not there's not anything like really new to the story um but it was done well uh the characters i i cared about pretty much all the characters like whether i hated them or whether i really liked them i did yeah have like some sort of connection with them mm-hmm. Um, we already talked about our love from Mad Dog. I thought he was great. Uh, yeah. He was a villain that you were almost rooting for in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Johnny Wong was just so easy to hate, which is yeah. a good thing because like the actor did such a great job. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't really like those like flashback scenes and like the whole psychic sort of thing that mm. um, Tequila had. Yeah. But I did enjoy the movie just yeah not quite as much so yeah uh seven out of ten for quality and a six out of ten for cool all right you guys know our scores we'll head on over to rotten tomatoes and see what they scored it the critics consensus boasting impactful action as well as surprising emotional resonance hard-boiled is a powerful thriller that hits hard in more ways than one so what do you think the critics scored it? I'll say 83. You're way too low. Damn. 92%. Wow. Okay. On 71 ratings, an average score of 7.8 out of 10. Uh, the audience score is the exact same, 92%. Damn. Uh, 25,000 ratings and an average score of 4.3 to 5 or an 8.6 out of 10. Damn. So people love this movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, and like, I almost felt bad giving it the score that I gave it, but I was just, yeah. 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 Just felt like one of those movies. I was like, fuck, maybe I missed the mark on it or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Letterboxd has a 4.1 out of 5. Um, I believe they gave it a 4 out of 5. Uh, what did you give it? I gave it a 3.5. Okay. So we're pretty close. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nathan, I hope you suffer. Gave it a five out of five. Um, cult worthy podcast, four out of five. Not really anyone that we follow that you would know, maybe. Yeah. Ready for cunning stars. All right. How do you rate the stunts in this movie? And I. 
it's so tough to compare like stunts like like hand-to-hand stunts mm-hmm. compared to just like guns because like obviously they're not shooting real guns but like i don't know man it, it's i would say a, a seven seven out of ten okay um because like the three main gun sequences we, we get are all like at least 10 minutes long mm-hmm. and there's just so much happening the core choreography must be nuts um obviously a lot of people do their own stunts in this movie and just like the explosions you know i was like did fucking michael bay make this movie like <laughs> there's just so many like explosions that are not needed especially in that second uh fight mm-hmm. scene yeah um yeah so it goes seven out of ten okay uh favorite stunts um i'll go with tequila sliding in the railing at the beginning of the movie mm. i saw like he almost fell over the over the side then it's kind of like saved himself it kind of reminded me of like uh a drunken master like he was like almost like he was like hammered almost falling off the side and just like sliding down it you know yeah um so i'll go with that one okay and then a stunt i would do or hmm. i would love to be the guy in the shipping container getting hit by the dirt bike okay <laughs> it's kind of ironic you use that yeah okay yeah all right that's fair how would you uh i rated the stunts a six out of ten um basically for the same reason as you like there, there was no hand-to-hand combat so it wasn't like i don't know like there's obviously technique to it but not as yeah. much i don't find mm-hmm. um like a lot of the stunts were just like falling over railings or like yeah. pretending to get shot or like, you know what I mean? Um, it kind but, of, sorry to cut you off. Yeah. Now that I think about it, it kind of reminds me of like, I can see a lot of John Wick in this movie. Mm, yeah. 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 That's fair. Yeah. Wick does have a lot of hand to hand combat too, though. He does. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyway, sorry, I cut you off. Or also yeah, it's all good. It's fine. Um, but I mean, yeah, like kudos to the choreography and everything like that. So I mean, the stunts were good for yeah. for what they were. Uh, my favorite stunt, I I just it's so basic, but I have to go with like the Superman dive with the two guns. Um, yeah, just because yeah. it's so <laughs> iconic for me because I used to love the Stranglehold game. Yeah, um, so I loved seeing that on on a movie. I thought it was yeah. really cool. Yeah. Uh, and the stunt that I would want to try. So you wanted to be the guy in the shipping. I wanted to be the guy on the dirt bike jumping into the shipping container. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Nice. <laughs> Which I, whenever you said that, I was like, okay, that's fucking cool. That's funny. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of big stunts in this movie, so it was hard for me to no. pick one. I was like, yeah, I think it'd be yeah. fun to fucking drive a dirt bike into a shipping container. But uh, yeah. All right. First time watch. We both enjoyed it. Yep. Um, yeah, I think I'll watch it again. Yeah, I think I would too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Cool. All right, man. What uh, movie did you pick? All right. Well, I mentioned at the beginning, this is spooky season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told you that I had two movies picked out, um, but I am going to, I'm going to stay solid with my one that I was thinking of more. Um, given the fact that it's October, it's the month of horror. Um, I thought it'd be cool to do an action horror movie. Okay. So I'm going to pick The Mummy. Okay. Frazier's Mummy, not Cruz's Mummy. I, I kind of figured. <laughs> nice. All right. I'm down with that. I figured it. I mean, it's action, but it's still. <clears throat> yeah. Um, the other movie that I was going to pick was Ghost from, Ghosts of Mars or Ghosts from Mars. or. Oh, whatever. God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then I watched the trailer and I was like, nope. Have you never seen that movie? I have, but it's oh, okay. like, I think it came out in 2002, and I think that's probably yeah. when I last saw it. That's Carpenter, right? Yeah. 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 God. So, yeah, I think right. Mommy will be a fun one to talk about. Yeah, man. I love that movie. Yeah. Cool, cool. Might give me an excuse to buy the <clears throat> 4K trilogy on Amazon. Well, yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> All right. Well, we'll wrap it up. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you want to catch us on social media, you can find us at a podcast on Fury Road on Instagram. Um, <clears throat> while you're on Instagram, check out our other podcast, which is a podcast on Elm Street. Um, yeah. Come back in a couple weeks and listen to us talk about The Mummy. Yes, sir. Whatever year it came out. What, like 1998? 2000? That early? I don't know. I didn't look. Let's find out. I don't think so, man. Was it maybe? The Mummy. 99. Wow, we're old. Damn. We were, I was 10 when that came out. Crazy. All right, All man. Right. Well... Talk to you guys in a couple weeks. See you later.